And we are live. Hi, and welcome to episode 63 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. Uh, now powered by Q. Actually, this is our last interview um, being powered by Q. Very, very sad. Um, but we are very happy with our um, guest. And I am actually your host, Lisa Nowakowski. I am a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County. And I am your other host, Nancy Minicozzi. I'm an instructional technology coach in Northwest LA County. Just a quick reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. No, they don't. And interesting, um, we always have a coffee fact. And today's coffee fact is that coffee houses are all over the planet, including Antarctica. Yes, there is a coffee house named Coffee House in Antarctica at the uh, McMurdo Station. So I thought that was very interesting. Uh, tonight's guest is Brent Coley, who will be talking to us about technology or how technology can help us stay connected to our students, parents, and community. So Brett, please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. All right, well, Lisa and Nancy, thanks for the opportunity. Like you said, my name is Brent Coley and I am an elementary principal in beautiful Southern California. I was a fourth and fifth grade teacher for 15 years before moving into admin, and I love what I do. Awesome. It makes life so much easier when you love what you do. It, I, I couldn't imagine. I was talking with somebody just the other day. Working in a, in a cubicle every day would be very difficult. Very yes. difficult. So. Um, so you're going to be talking to us about staying connected, and, you know, to our parents and students and community. And we know that this is a huge priority in schools. I know my school is focusing on it as well of how to get better at that. So what are some of the tools that teachers and districts can use to help bridge that gap so that we can be connected? Well, I think that just the, the, the way that technology continues to grow, it seems like every every month or sometimes every week, a new app or something pops up with opportunities to connect. Things like Remind, Class Dojo, Blooms, things like that from a classroom level or a school level. But what I have found, and this may, I don't think is going to come as a shock to you, but people don't always read newsletters <laughs> like that traditional. I know, it's shocking, huh? People don't always read that. What I have found as the element, as a, as a principal of my school is if I want to get people, if I want to get information into the hands of my parents, I do it right here. I do it through their phones because as you probably can relate, I mean, if I've got some free time, I pull that phone out and I look there. So things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're leveraging those tools to put that information into the hands of our parents. I do a monthly uh, video message on YouTube too. I call it ColeyCast. And once again, whereas a paper newsletter, I'm not saying that nobody would read that, but they're more likely to watch a five or 10 minute video than they are to read a five or a 10 page newsletter. Yeah, Plus, I'm not reading a five or 10 page no, newsletter. <laughs> no way. Plus, the greatest thing is when I've got first and second graders coming up to me and say, Mr. Coley, I saw you on YouTube. I mean, that, that's like, ah, oh. and I'm not even necessarily doing it for the first or second grader. It's really more for the parents, but that's a connection that's built just by setting up my iPhone on my desk and talking for five or 10 minutes. 
That's awesome. I love the idea of having a monthly YouTube thing. They probably think you're a YouTube star now too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you do with those parents who don't have technology and who, how do you bridge that gap and have that equity? We do send home like a coming, like a coming events fire. I don't do the, the traditional five or 10 page newsletter. We do send home, we still send home paper because we do understand that even though I am at a title one school, the vast majority of my parents still are connected to the internet, but we do still send home coming events, flyers, things like that. We host monthly coffee with the principal type thing where we can actually sit down and meet face to face over some free coffee and donuts. Um, Cause there's really, no matter how great tech is and the three of us, we love tech. There's nothing that's going to replace sometimes that face-to-face -face, uh, interactions. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, how can technology be used to better communicate with your staff? Oh, this is this is something that I love this question. Um, a couple of years ago, one of my buddies, John Fox, shout out to John, came up with the idea when I so and I borrowed it from him. I call it the hub. When I got to my school six years ago, the staff handbook was an 84 page word document. Now there's a few problems with that. <laughs> Number one, it's 84 pages and it was chocked full of everything that we needed from bell schedules, from calendars, from SST forms, all that kind of stuff. It was all in there. But again, the problem was 84 pages. And if I was looking for something and it was on page 48, I'd have to scroll down there. And if I had to make a change, I'd have to go into the Word doc, save it, save it as a PDF, re-upload it to the website, resend it out to my staff, telling the staff, throw away the old copy that you have, here's the new copy that you have. Not to mention people start to print out 84 page Word documents, that becomes costly. Enter the hub, a one page Google Doc with clickable links sending the user out to whatever it is that they're doing that, that they need to find. So if it's about, so literally picture a one page Google doc. And for anyone watching or listening to this, if you go to my Twitter page at Brent Coley, the pinned tweet talks about this. I've got a tutorial video that shows how I did it, but literally I've got a one page Google doc in kind of table format. So it's got calendars and forms and PBIS information, technology tools, and literally teachers in one page click and find what they've got. When we introduced this to staff, literally, they clapped. <laughs> and, and when I tell people that, it's like I ask them, think about the last time when your administrator at a staff meeting introduced something new and you clapped. I mean, if I ask you, to, the answer is probably never i mean it, it just doesn't happen but the the beauty of this is it's one page they can do it on their phones um and my secretary and office staff love it because everything that they need we put it on the hub everything from substitute forms uh, i was out i need to verify my app everything's on the hub we just say it's on the hub, it's on the hub, it's on the hub. And this five, six years, there's probably 30% more on the hub today than there was the day that we launched this because people, 
teachers are always saying, hey, can we put this on the hub? Yes, we can. <laughs> it's one it's one stop shop for everything. The teachers absolutely love it. So for anyone looking to do something like that, if you're an administrator, go to that Twitter page and watch that video because I, I cannot recommend that enough. And again, I got to give credit to John Fox, my buddy. It was his idea. I just took it and ran with it. How fantastic is that one page versus 84? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Um, so what are some of the effective ways that, you know, to use these tools? So you've talked about how you use these tools with the staff and, and the hub, and clearly you're very passionate about that. That totally came through, and I love that. Uh, how can we use some of these tools um, effectively, especially with like our parents? One of the things that I have found to be huge for me when we go back to like Facebook and Twitter, because we've got, I've got about uh, almost 900 students at my school and we've got uh, about 550 Facebook people who have liked our page. So again, a lot of people are doing that. I schedule my Facebook and Twitter posts because if you've got a, uh, not a personal page, but if you've got a business page or a community page, something like that, if you're not aware, anyone watching or listening, you can schedule your posts. Because the problem is, if you don't do that, what happens to me is I wake up at 3.30 in the morning thinking, oh, I need, to, I need to remind parents about blank. So what I do instead is I'll take maybe an hour, hour and a half at the beginning of the month and look at my calendar and find what I need to remind, send what I need to send out to the community, to my parents. And I will schedule those at strategic times. Oh, it's family fun night coming up. I'm going to put it out at this strategic time here. And then a couple days later, I'm going to remind them at this strategic time. And if you're doing Twitter, you can do the same thing via TweetDeck. You can schedule your, your tweets via TweetDeck. So best time of day. Um, I found typically in the evenings, especially with younger, with younger uh, families, put the kids to bed. So usually I found like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. I get a lot of, uh, lot of hits at that time. So... That is excellent information. And I love that you schedule the tweets and the Facebook posts. What a brilliant idea just to do it once a month and have it done for the rest of the month. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, how can schools or teachers control the narrative effectively, uh, you know, making sure that it's we're being honest, but we're also being positive? That's the, that's the word positive. I, we've got to publicize the positive. I've heard that like, if we don't tell our story, I don't remember who said this, but it so resonates with me. If we don't tell our story, somebody else will, and it won't be nearly as interesting and probably accurate. So there are so many great things taking place in our classrooms and our schools. We got to, whether it's taking pictures and putting that on Instagram or a video or, or anything, we've got to get that out there because if we fill it with positive, like you said, we're not lying. We're not, we're not, I mean, it's not all rainbows and unicorns, but there's a lot of good stuff out there that if we don't fill in those gaps, it's so much easier for others to fill those in perhaps with rumors, gossip. Hey, I heard this. It's like, well, tell them the story. I mean, as, as the principal, I'm the PR director. And as a classroom teacher, you are the PR director of that classroom. And that is a huge responsibility to control that narrative. 
So before they start making stuff up, tell them what's going on. So that that's my advice on that one. I love that. Yes, I live in a small community and you said, uh, you know, the rumors and, and small communities. We have the rumors going and I heard this and I heard that and some, you know, they're always based in some sort of truth, but it is good for us to be able to tell our own story. And finally, what are some of the pitfalls to avoid? Because I am sure there are pitfalls. You know, what I've what I've found is as it's trying to find the balance between too many posts and not enough because I've signed up for remind things, whether it's for my son's flag football league or something like that. And you get like a post, it seems like every hour, like, or bing, 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 my phone is just pinging off the hook. And it's like, dude, it's flag football. Like that's too much. I don't need all of that. Um, but I'm not going to the other side too, where you're like, I'm not getting enough. So it's not wanting to bombard them because parents will go, ah, it's Mr. Coley again, Un unsubscribe. And that's the last thing that we want. But at the same time, being out there enough, at least a couple of times a week so that they know that you're still relevant. You're still there. You're still doing great things. So finding that balance there would be my, would be my suggestion. That's a, that's a great suggestion. I hadn't even thought about the too much versus too little that that's beautiful. Um, so we do, we will be posting uh, the resources that you've given us for our listeners. Are there, uh, excuse me, is there anything final that you would like to share with our listeners? I would say if, if you're, if you're not already for classroom company, you're not already leveraging Facebook or Twitter, set up a separate account. Don't do it on your private account. I would say set up a separate account that just is for your families, just for your students. If you're a school administrator, once again, this is in a, a fabulous way to put information into the hands of your parents. That is excellent. Thank you so much for that. That was a really great discussion. I loved hearing all of the things that you do. And now I want to go back to my administrator and say, oh, we need to do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so thank you to all of our listeners for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, and we're sure you did, um, please leave us a comment to let us know. And tonight's comment question is, how will you up your communication game? So we would love to hear how you're going to up that, um, either in your classroom or in your school, depending on what your role is. And please join us on Monday, November 5th, when our guest will be Ali Deguia. I think I said that right. Did I say that right, Nancy? You said that right. Yay. Uh, and she will be talking to us about how you can implement green screening in your classroom on a budget. Love the budget. Yeah. Oh. It was great. I got a sneak peek uh, yesterday of what she was doing and you'll love it. So be sure to tune in. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. If you like the show, please rate and leave us a review on iTunes because it helps people to find us. Remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things that they are doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill or maybe you'd like to be a guest, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks for listening.